Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. My American artificial intelligence control. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. My American. Oh yeah. Oh yes, you are. Oh, hello everyone. Greg, what is happening over in the Northwest? I just took a big old whiff of dog poo. Oh no. Dog. You know, hey, I got to share a space with dogs. You know, down here, at least one dog. Ah. Uh, the other one died a long time ago. But, yeah, he uh, pooped on the floor. Oh. Hmm. Wow. That's good to know. Um, is there a way you could <laughs> but, turn your mic up a little bit on your end? Oh, dude. I, so, like, yesterday I listened to the show, and my mic was smashing you guys. So oh, I, you were. I turned it down just okay. a little bit. So yeah, that's fine. You're good. Headphones need to come up? No, they don't. Uh, trust me on that. <laughs> um, they are too fucking loud. Uh, we actually noticed that, like, when I leave after the show, or, like, not leave, but, like, I get up or do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I can hear Chris's headphones, like, when he's editing, like, across the fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's like... Well, you did say it's very silent in that. Yeah. Like, yeah, but even when but, people are here, we, yeah, have, to, we, we have to actually have go, we have to go turn them down. We have to turn everything down, because, like, we have our shit loud. Yeah. We're deaf as fuck. Yeah, we're pretty... De- yeah. Thank you, we got to go hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> we got to go hard. Well, we do like the music reaction, you know, before <laughs> the main show. We do like the brass acts yeah. and all that stuff generally before. And so, like, with the music, you want it up, you want to feel it and shit. So, in general, I've always had my headphones loud. But, uh, no, you're good. I can hear you. I just uh, I didn't know if you wanted to turn it up. But either way. Uh, either we... way, uh, you know what? Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Okay. I'm okay. just going to throw that out there. It's, uh, We're going to that. Apparently, apparently, Jeffrey Epstein has been trending for like the past week. On Twitter, yeah, I've seen that, and and everybody is just waiting for these new drops or something like this list to come out. Remember, uh, yeah, and well, and it's just like it's one of those things that's been floating in the ether for a while, and everybody's just like, okay, where is this? List? Well, I heard, I don't and, know where it was, but I heard that Jiz uh, Lane did an interview or something. Jizzy, and okay. she said in that interview uh, when uh, Jeffrey was murdered. Oh, she admitted it, huh? So, well, yeah, I mean, it's and obvious. so that yeah, that obviously sparked some in his neck. Yeah, and that right? that obviously sparked some like, oh, so what do you know? Well, also <laughs> recently, like another reason that's in the news is because uh, Aaron Rodgers went on a, on a podcast or went on something and, and made the claim about uh, Jimmy Kimmel being on oh, Epstein yeah. Island because he was nervous, right? No, you just talked about oh, him yeah, him dude. being on the list, and then other NFL said like this guy's a crackpot, like you know, you know, he's a fucking yeah, weirdo. Marked it for you, Chris. and then uh, and then NFL stars came out supporting Aaron Rodgers, like no, you know, no, like you definitely uh, probably well, no one did knows he was on this list. You know what I mean? And uh, his name yeah. has circulated for a while. Oh, this is the Jimmy Kimmel thing. Yeah, this is where he. Um, 
Well, is, yeah, it's Jimmy Kimmel and then Aaron Rodgers speaks right after this. So yeah. okay, <clears throat> that's that scary election denier. The tinfoil hatters going wild, including Green Bay whack packer Aaron Rodgers, who offered this hot take on the Pat McAfee show. I, I believe that this has been going on for a long time. Interesting uh, timing on everything. There's a lot of other things going on in the world. Did you hear about the Epstein client list uh, about to be released, too? What's that? What are you talking about? There's some files that have, have some names on it that might be... Uh, Getting released pretty soon. Oh. <laughs> oh. <All right. laughs> Might be time to revisit that concussion protocol, Aaron. <laughs> so everybody's like, oh, Jimmy Kimmel's afraid now because, you know, tell me you're on the list without telling me you're on the list type of thing. You know. I'm like, I don't know. Because, like, honestly, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to start his own show or his own podcast yeah. within the month. Within the next within month, Within the I month? Guarantee. I don't know. Yeah. If if he retires from the NFL, he's not sure. retiring. That's what he's doing. I think he's going somewhere. He's not retiring yet. I, you think he's going to retire? Well, it's either he's going to the Jets or he's going to retire. That's the news. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that want him. You know what I'm saying? Other than the Jets. Oh yeah. So absolutely. I, when there's money on the table, bro. Like let's be real. Like I, it would be hard to pass that up if I was Aaron Rodgers. Mm, he's he, got plenty, and I think he's done with that shit, dude. After last year, after the mandates. Yeah, I think he's fucking done. Yeah, you. you oh, it's yeah, but what, what would make you think that he'd start his own podcast? Oh, I think he will because because he's just. You could tell he's kind of like waking up to a lot of the shit. He's just constantly talking about it, like talking oh, about yeah, this dude. kind of shit. He's had like an I epiphany the, over I think the years. The protocol, yeah, I think the protocol for the mandate for the jab woke him up, and he's like, "What? The, why are they forcing this on me?" Mm. And then he's like looking at the evidence of like how effective the jab was. I, I think and it, he's going. I don't know. I think it might be those drugs, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like a little of the, the uh, ayahuasca trip. Uh, See, yeah. The, yeah, that too. I mean, he's got that new hippie girlfriend waking his third eye up. You know. <laughs> well, I did Just find it interesting it. with the Jimmy Kimmel thing that as soon as he, like, after he, they played that clip, they have to. Oh, I want to chuck that concussion protocol. Yeah. Because obviously, you can't be of sane mind if you're talking about that well so there's two ways to look at it first of all you know to keep with our motto on the show it's like we don't want to we don't want to throw shade at somebody that we don't know for sure is, is real right i don't like jimmy kimmel at all i'll say that mm. jimmy kimmel yeah. sucks i think he's a shill i think he's uh part of the problem in this country is as far as like lying to people <laughs> and making fun yeah. of people for believing other things um, but that also doesn't mean that he was a, uh, you know, he was on the island now. Well, it, let's just be honest. Even if you were on the island, doesn't mean that you were privy to what happened on the island, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like yeah. About yeah. I feel like, I feel like there was parties yeah. first. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the after, or when the nighttime activities came out and the, you know, famous people left, some stayed, some left. Yeah, they're known what happened last. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's definitely different levels to what was going on. I'll say this: I've I've been on that train for a while. You know where I was saying, you know, like back when this first was going on. I know you, you were all you were on the same train, but we were talking about that and saying like, hey, you know, like just because people were there, they may not. You know what I'm saying? Because those Hollywood parties, people go to those things. They don't know what's happening. However, over the years, like now that it's been around, I feel like. You, you know what it's like when somebody asks you to go somewhere 
or like a friend of a friend, like they're throwing a party and you're just like, I don't really like that guy. I don't really yeah. like, I, he's weird. Like, I don't want to go to that. Well, especially after the first incidents that he got caught and was involved in this shit yeah. and then everybody just yeah. kept going. Yeah, the, the client list after 2008, very suspicious. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Because, I <laughs> yeah. mean, this yeah. guy is a known pedo. Bill right? Gates. So I will say this. I don't know that Jimmy went or didn't go. I do think that uh, it's highly likely he did. Uh, that's just based off his character. You know what I'm saying? That's my opinion. And based off his, based off his fame, like just yep. all of a sudden his fame and fortune yep. just skyrocketed. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and, and uh, he's just he, he just like tries to defend bad people all the time. So... Dude, if Jimmy Kimmel is on that show, I will 100% tune into the Adam Carolla show because mm. those two are, were like two peas in a pod yep. there for a long time with yeah. the man show, with with everything that they did. And I think that um, Jimmy Kimmel is still really good friends with Adam Carolla too. Shocking. So it would be very, very shocking to hear him talk about that, Adam Carolla talk about that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that would. Yeah. But like, here's the deal. Once that list comes out, like, if it's real, like we think it's real, right? There's going to be people on that list that blow Jimmy Kimmel out of the water. I mean, Jimmy sure. might be talked about, and it might get some validation for like Aaron Rodgers. But I have a feeling there's people on that list that people are going to be like, oh, "Yeah, I get Jimmy Kimmel, but what?" You know, what yeah. I mean that kind of a vibe. Yeah, and that is going but, to be what's crazy to me. Then there's going to be the challenge of, yeah, it's a list, dude. Yeah, yeah. we went to the island, and then yep. they had a big party, and then we left. You know, where's the evidence that we engaged? The engagement and the uh, foreknowledge will have to be proven. Yeah, and that's a hard part. That's a hard part. Yeah. But. That's um, why I feel like uh, they're probably not going to release every name that is involved. Probably because there's probably different shit going on that they're on. Yeah. I mean, that could be one of the reasons why it hasn't been released yet is that they're looking at a vast list and they are trying to – I mean, listen, if they raided the island and they went through all the documentation, they found books and receipts, if you will, they probably Photos? were going Videos? through – Yeah, video. Uh, they're probably going through and, you know, looking at who was actually partaking and who was just there as a, as visitors, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. sometimes that, that old saying of you are who you hang with does happen. And, and so if you're there – you know, the court of public opinion may may screw your career up because they're yeah. just they're going to immediately question you, uh, the average oh, person. Even if you knew, like, bro, I didn't do shit. Uh, that doesn't mean that the vast majority of people, rightfully or wrongfully, are going to say, "No, nah, I don't trust that guy anymore. That guy's a fucking creep." You yeah, know? well, and that's kind of what we said earlier. Like after two thousand eight, regardless if you didn't do anything, you knew what mm-hmm. kind of person mm-hmm. this guy was. Yep, and you knew what kind of shit probably went on behind the scenes yeah i agree yeah yeah i mean i'm glad that uh i'm glad that there are people in our generation you know what i'm saying second to brady like i'm i'll be honest you know what i mean uh but he's great and so to have a figure that large talking about things like this that we've been discussing and other shows have been discussing for a long time is uh is is good it's good Mm -hmm. uh i don't know how deep he is into it or how much knowledge he has he seems like he's been researching it and to greg's point i do think eventually He's right for a podcast, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I did think yeah, it was... I, I, Go ahead. I don't know, though. I feel like he's got to be a little careful, though, because of how quickly people will jump on his ass. You know what I mean? It's almost like the Joe Rogan predicament, where you're so big that you can't really... Um, you can't speculate a lot, because people will be like, 
oh my god, he's using his influence to uh, propagate these these wicked ideas, and people are going to get these wrong ideas, and he's going to—it's uh, bad for our country. You uh, know what I mean? You're going to get that no matter what size you are, though. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. Here's my problem, dude. It's my problem is not about I, people need to speak their truth. You know what I'm saying? Now, their truth is a weird one because facts are facts. Uh, the truth, yes. The facts are facts, and some people like will say this is my truth. Well, that your truth doesn't mean it's fact. Like that's that's yeah. normal. Now you're that's that's like a that's like a Portland thing. Yeah. My truth is that no. I, I'm a man. <laughs> I agree. The problem <laughs> the problem I have with the whole thing is that people I I feel like people in podcasts or in information news they say things that they know is not likely or not true to like get people talking which is which is fine to some extent but like if he believes that that stuff what he's read and it kind of and he believes it uh then i have no issue with him talking about it now if you're just making stuff up to like get some clicks and you're you're uh exaggerating events that are happening to get to get views and clicks i have a problem with that uh and so i i think if he speaks his mind and he's being truthful to himself people know that he's being genuine He's fine, dude. I did fun- think it was funny how he he said this on whatever show this is, and these guys were like had Pat no McAfee. had no idea what. That's like, why I said it. I was about? like, ah, oh, Pat. Pat knows, you know, dude, what's going on? You know about this, so no, nah, these guys. I are- know. He's like, what Epstein list? What, what are you talking about? What are yeah. you talking? Who about? is this guy? I almost feel like he was saying that to get uh, yeah. Pat. Matthews, and then they're just like, clearly, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Well, see, they cut it off right there. They did the, is his oh, name Pat yeah. McAfee? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've Kinda ever like seen a show? He's a guy huge... who died. Oh, I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, actually. I, I think so. But either way. Because, I, uh, it, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, that he, McAfee guy was the, the billionaire of the uh, yeah. antivirus. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who died? Yep. I can look it he up here. He's a big uh, conspiracy guy, too. Yeah, and that thing dropped off the face of the earth, did it not? Right. And, yeah. you know, like I sent you guys a video the other day of a woman who was decoding, right? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, because, yeah. like, my mother-in-law sent it, and she's like, hey, you got to check this out. And I'm like, hey, you know, just be very, be very leery of these people. Oh, yeah, you uh, did bring that up. Yeah. And that was a good point, dude, that you were talking right? about. Right, because, like, she's putting out dates. So she goes, okay, so Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the Internet's going to go down, all right? Now, I know that putting uh, putting dates and times and stuff, like, we don't want to fall into this hopium thing, but this is what it's going to happen, okay? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, not good. Wait, you just said don't put dates and times on it, but you just did. Yeah. That's where yeah. I have a problem, bro. I have a problem uh, with that kind of stuff. It's people speaking fact when they don't really know anything. Well, see, they're not speaking For fact. Sure. They're well, speaking they, they, something. They're portraying they it like as they, fact. Yep. Yeah, they're like, I know this is what's going to happen. Uh and if it doesn't happen, do we'll it. try it again tomorrow. After yeah. the Friday show, <laughs> yeah, tomorrow we'll make we'll get new dates tomorrow. Uh, after mm-hmm. the Friday show, after the the Colin show, uh, me and Chris obviously drove the studio together, and we were leaving. And like the UFO, the mothership stuff was was a big thing at the oh, time. Oh yeah, right? and we will we'll get into that down the road a little bit more. But so that was kind of breaking and being come news. And I was going through TikTok with Chris, oh, and I was God. just flipping through as he's watching, and it was just like. We were laughing so hard because it was these just random people that are like one after the other. Yeah, bro. and it was like, man, I'm going to tell you what's going on right now. Blah 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 blah. And the other one was like, so tomorrow this is what we're going to see. And I'm like, no, we're not. And we're <laughs> yeah. not like these guys that come out and just say like, guys, 
I have inside knowledge that tomorrow is the day. They're the day even talking about they knew what the mothership was fueled by. Yes. Like they're coming to Earth because it's it's a mixture of water and oxygen. No, no, no. That's what? their fuel fuel source. Yeah. This guy <laughs> oh was God. like, this guy goes, I have firsthand knowledge on this. And uh, yeah, so this mothership, um, they can basically stay um, in orbit for uh, 12 months at a time. <laughs> um, they're ran on uh, uh, probably air and uh, they need some water for fuel. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> you on. made that whole thing up like you made that whole thing up dude you know what i'm saying yeah i mean he'll get clicked and people find out it's just like propaganda you know yeah what i mean like it's real flashy and attractive right up front people look into it and they're like oh yeah follow 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 and then all of a sudden they just like oh shit so no, i'm gonna yeah. see ya and not, to be fair a lot of these didn't have a lot of clicks like i mean just because you say things like that doesn't mean you're gonna get clicks yeah if you do to your point greg if you do end up getting a lot of views on it like the long-term thing unless you're good at selling yourself and some people are very good at just saying shit that's you know not based in reality at all uh but regardless you know you have the right but like you have to look at it and have a chuckle and it's fun greg you've always mentioned the fact that like it is fun to like Somebody brings up a an oddball point, and you kind of just have fun with it and go on a tangent. But like, of, you got to be very clear up front. And be like, "Hey, we're just spitting here. Like, uh, yeah. none of us are like saying this is going to happen. We're not saying that. Yes, this is fact. We're just looking and observing what other people are saying. Yeah, yeah. and uh, That's you know, what we've always done over the years, and I've always been quick to say, like, you know, I'm not saying that this is, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, it's not me. That was never based off like a censorship issues mm. for me. What that is, is like me feeling good about myself. That's it. Because like, I don't want to like say a bunch of shit to rile people up that I know is not true yeah. or that I can't mm -hmm. prove without a shadow of doubt is true. And that's the very, very reason that like when Epstein came up and when like Tom Hanks was all over the place and trending, like it's easy to theorize about it. And, and there are weird things and it may be true. But at the end of the day, like to put a label on somebody that you've never met in your entire life and to call them certain things without real solid evidence is very dangerous. And I wouldn't want that for me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody says like, yeah, yeah we just yeah, get called a racist exactly. all the time and, and they hate it. Well, you, you're calling people other things, too. Like people yeah. do that in general. And it's, well, it's not the good. same thing that happened with Bob Saget. You know what I mean? Like as yeah. soon as Bob Saget died, we were investigating that kind of thing because his, uh, it, he was definitely uh, I shouldn't say definitely here, but look like he was murdered right sure it doesn't add up that he uh quote unquote slipped and fell and hit his head on a carpeted yeah. uh, whatever <laughs> carpet or like his padded bed rest yeah bed head whatever the so anyway um yep. people were just commenting in the posts and stuff on our instagram that he was a big old pedo and i'm like yeah yeah where is the proof of this yeah like i've never heard anything about that yeah he has some crude ass jokes that yeah. he thought was funny it's not funny but that doesn't mean that he's a, you know what? I mean, it is funny. <laughs> like, I mean, like, he is. Well, some listen, of it's, uh, sure. Pretty there, are, there are things that almost, that, that maybe do cross the line. Okay. But that's always been a part of, like, stand up in one form or another, whether, whatever the top has been yeah. since prior, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, like, comedy has things that make you go, like, oh my God, what the fuck are you, you know? And that's partners. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that is, that is weird. It's like, um, when this movement, whatever you want, the truth or movement came into play, yeah. it's like they have boundaries as well. You know what I mean? As far as like free speech, man. Yeah. But then you can't talk about this. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it insinuates wow. that you're a PEDO or it insinuates that you maybe went to Epstein's Island or you know what I mean? 
Yeah, and I think – I don't know that they're saying, like, you can't say this. I think they're more saying if you do say this, then we will call you this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's it's more of a um, – well, it's the same thing with the – I don't want to say it's the same thing as the left, but it's kind of in the same kind of uh, boat as mm-hmm. you will be judged, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think people should be judged. They should. We don't judge people enough. Yeah. Well, it holds like you accountable. They, they try to get a yeah, it holds people accountable. We try yeah. to get away from this, like, hey, you can't judge this person because uh, he's just uh, what's it called, uh, minor attracted person. You know what I mean? Oh God, oh, whatever geez. the hell. That's yeah, called. we should judge the shit out of them. You know <laughs> that's what, I mean? what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it, it, like the truther movement kind of brought back. It's okay to judge people. Sure, but it is fine. You gotta you gotta be accurate when you're judging them. That's that's my whole thing. It's like well, then you gotta be able to table. be judged. You got to be able to, if you're going to judge people, you got to handle being judged. Well, my yeah. thing is, is I don't yeah. mind at all when somebody doesn't like someone. Uh, I, there are things that I despise and I have no real good reason why I do it. I, I, it's I, the accusations though. Yeah. Like if you like, accuse somebody of something that they didn't do. That's, that's a big thing. Like you can despise somebody or you can say like, dude, they're fucking gross. They make over the, over the line jokes. They, their music sucks. This video sucks. But then when it when it goes into like just you just not liking that person is saying it and going actually and, and labeling them something that society as a whole hates mm-hmm. is very dangerous to me. Uh, and yeah. I, I just think that, that that to me, like if you have some good proof, I want to see it and then I will be on your on your train with you. Yeah. But until that happens, like I'm not going to say that kind of stuff. And, and, and some people are more than happy to. Uh, you know, as you, far as comedy goes, like pushing the boundary and talking about children like that, sure. and I, I, like the one example that I know that I think uh, Bob Saget did was that he had when he was on Full or Full House, mm-hmm. he was on the set of Full House. There was uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen doll because neither of the two girls could make it for the shoot, so they had like this fake dummy doll. Mm, yeah. It was like a child. Tried to, he had to like be Danny Tanner and kind of tuck it in and whatnot. He was on a show discussing this where they they were like kind of they took a break to do some like camera work or something and then he like pretended to hump the the child doll you know what I mean and everybody's like ooh wait a second some people were just like oh my god look what he's doing that's hilarious yeah but then a lot of people were just like this is uncomfortable you know what I mean it's uncomfortable and that's not I I, I do I find that appropriate no you know what I'm saying at the moment I don't know what he's thinking like it could be funny like we watched. Yeah. Uh, the hangover and uh zach galvanakis is jerking off the baby with his hand like a oh, little ween you know like yeah that's Ooh, that's boy. inappropriate you know what i'm saying where he's like look at he's jerking off guys like yeah. that's inappropriate but people laugh their ass off and that thing sold me yeah i'm just saying like we can find it inappropriate we can say like probably that was probably not good taste bro like let's uh <laughs> yeah. uh but people do random stupid shit especially comedians who in general yes. are kind of fucked up a lot of them are really fucked up in in, in general and so yeah. they do shit randomly or say shit randomly that I don't know that I want to say that that self-reflects on what kind of person they are or not. But, yes, people do stupid shit. Uh, but also in, like, acting out on, like, as far as, like, being in the island, uh, partaking in certain shit, pr- uh, trafficking. Like, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I have no idea. I'm, I'm not going to mm. say that. Uh, so I, I well, don't yeah, know. That, and if you do say that, you better have really, really solid proof. Uh, I mean, you know? yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of fucked up people in this world. And I, I think the saddest part and the scariest part is that there are people that are maybe a part of your everyday life that you have no clue or even like that. And yeah. and that kind of stuff is what's crazy is that they 
they're everywhere. There's sick people all around us all the time, and you don't yeah. know who's who. You and, know? and to be fair, I think it's fair to speculate all you want, mm-hmm. but just be open that you're speculating. Yeah, like absolutely. I speculate about his, quote, murder, because I think that he was murdered instead yeah. of, uh, you know, he fell. Yeah. I, you know, I'm speculating about that because there's not that there's nothing that has been proven. Yes, he was murdered. Blah blah blah. Well, yeah, and and to be fair, Greg, like there's a lot of things that you've looked at and we've looked at on this show that can lend you to at least have that discussion. Uh, yes. It's not made up out of thin air. There's some certain situations where you're like that doesn't add up, right? You know, and that's mm-hmm. okay because uh, you have evidence that can at least at least you can start that conversation. You don't know the outcome of that conversation. But you can have the conversation because there's evidence to show you that you can. So and so and and to be real, there's there's situations like that with Jimmy Kimmel and shit, right? Where you can there's enough there you could have a discussion. But to call it that wholeheartedly is yeah, I don't know yet if we're there quite yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'll have his day. They'll all have their day. Yeah, everyone should. Yeah. Whether hopefully. it's here on Earth or it's to uh, some god up there, you know what I'm saying? Like Jesus Christ, he's gonna be like, nope, nope, <laughs> not coming in these <laughs> gates, boy. You know what I mean? Like none of that, you know. Uh, so it, they'll have their day, and I think that we need to be assured of that one way or another. You know what I mean? So um, with well, that said, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. With that said, uh, I, there's some, some topics that are coming up, obviously, still about the banking situation, which is pooled a little bit, uh, seemingly, but it's... Dude, I just have one quick little article. I don't even want you to show it, Chris, because okay. it has to do with Forbes. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Forbes has just, like, this streak of bad luck where it's calling out these these people or these institutions as like the new hot thing and then all of a sudden they're just completely uh falling off the map as far as like the silicon valley bank just shits the bed yeah. you have sam bankman like ftx sam bankman he was on the cover of four magazines being like hey this is the new up and comer like check this guy out they did the same thing with um svb saying that it's the 2023 America's Best Banks. Yeah, yeah. And SVB tweeted out like two or three days before this crash. Proud to be on Forbes' annual ranking of America's Best Banks again for the fifth straight year. So yeah. it's just one of those things where like if Forbes says that it's really good, you should probably watch out for it. Yeah, because within the week it's going to go fucking south. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that, that was hilarious. It's kind of like the MVP. Bald an MVP or get the MVP award. Uh, you usually don't win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. except for this last year. Mahomes won and they ended up winning the Super Bowl. I think. Yeah. Uh, I think and it's by like referees. a Madden curse, dude. If you're on the cover of that Madden football game, you're going to get yeah. injured. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, there's those oh. things which are which have happened in the past, and there's some evidence. Is the new one? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Because uh, Forbes did come out and say that the uh, city of Longview, Washington, was the most beautiful city in America. That's true. And, what? Uh, no, yes, they didn't. How shitty did. is that? They absolutely did. And uh, <laughs> is it the actual, was it the best or was it like a top 10 list? No, it was like they, they, the best small city in America was, was at one point was, was Longview, Washington. And that's where we grew up. And uh, I'm not trying to say it's not a beautiful city. It very, you know, has a lake and it's, and it's got a lot of great things. And like many cities, it's been overrun a little yeah, bit by some things. Yeah, you can't swim in that lake, though. No, probably not. Uh, I wouldn't find I wouldn't, a lot of dead bodies in there. Find stuff. You know, <laughs> See, it says it lands on the Forbes list of, uh, most beautiful towns, it, it, so dude. It I, like, uh, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. it actually was labeled that in the list uh, when I read it. This was 
shares the list with uh, nine other towns. Yeah. So regardless, my point is, is Forbes. I mean, let's be There's, real. Longview's pretty, but there are much prettier. There are, there are a lot more prettier towns. Oh that. my god, dude! I, I've seen ten since I've been here. That uh, that would rock it. But <laughs> regardless, Forbes just making you know crazy shit. Uh, maybe they're just well, trying to, to share. Fair, the this love. was back in 2012 as well. Yeah, so. yeah. And and listen, it is very pretty, and it's a it's a beautiful place, and uh, it's unfortunate that. You know, it's has homeless and all the other stuff, and we're not going to get into that. But Forbes making, you know, crazy claims. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, but, yes. Yeah, the man-made lake of Lake Suckajawea, okay? Suckajawea. That is what gives it its presence. All right? It does. It's a nice lake, dude. It's a nice little place to go walk around. Like, they have the Just nice don't fire. Die. People uh, fish. get attacked by the nutrients. Yeah, people fish and shit in there, and they fucking they'll eat that shit. No, they, they don't. They do. I've, I've known, pe- known people that go and fish, Gross. and they'll eat it up, dude. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. But you know uh, it's that like the Simpsons Lake, you know, with the three-eyed fish. Yeah, yeah. Turn of the frogs, gay. The new- they found like three people in that fucking thing. Exactly. They're like walking home drunk and fall in the fucking yeah. lake or something. Homeless and shit. They yeah. were camped out there for a while. But uh, Greg, to your point, the Forbes uh, did uh, tell this company that they were one of the best, obviously, and then they collapsed. There's that. On top of it, uh, as of yesterday, the government won't bail out Silicon Valley Bank, which paid workers bonuses before the collapse. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? That's yeah, we talked about that briefly yesterday yeah. on the Friday before the collapse. They paid out all of these bonuses to their dude. Uh, I mean, you're talking uh, fourteen thousand dollars to just normal associates, and up to one hundred and twenty, hundred forty thousand dollars for for upper management, and then they collapse. Like, yeah, dude. Like, I just have a like companies know they may not say it, but they know when shit's problematic. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like when you're doing paperwork every day and you're Whatever company it is, you're you're doing your financials, your checks and balances that you have, and you can easily look at shit and go, "We are we're actually going downhill right now." Uh, so to say these people didn't know that shit was gonna just flounder, well, yeah, dude, they it's, did. It's, Some it's, did. It's completely obvious, especially if you're in the banking system. I listened to Dan Bongino, who kind of did a really good synopsis of the whole thing. And he was basically saying, "Look, there's trends. If you are in the market of banking, there's clear and obvious trends, especially from the government. If they are raising the interest rates, mm. you need to either um, slow down on the loans yeah. because you got. I mean, you're gonna not be able to pay people back, or they won't be able to borrow. You know what I mean? Because you won't have the money. And so he's like, "Yeah," and they just kept on operating like everything was normal. But it's like, no, yeah. you need to slow down. You need to make adjustments based off of what the government does. Well, and they, that's the they thing. Knew, dude. Yeah, that's what I was kind of going back and forth with Chris yesterday about like the, two, the 2008 situation where, and, and there's been, there's, I don't know what it was with, uh, it's the dude from The Office. What's his name? Steve, uh, Steve Carell. Carell. And I don't remember what movie it was from, but there was that scene where he was talking about, like, talking to these banker guys and, and was talking about the home crisis and shit. And he was like, they're like, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, dude, this chick didn't, she only made like 10 grand. We gave her like a $200,000 loan. That shit is what is yeah. what was problematic. Before. Buying a home or looking at like getting pre-approved right now, like you know, obviously my business, you know, that we're doing here, and and so like they, they're very like firm on like, hey, you have to meet this certain standard of debt to income ratio, uh, how much yeah. money's coming in. Like it's definitely not just the wild west like it was. You see problems, and, and you see the economy's going weird. Like maybe increase. Like hey, we have to actually change the debt to income ratio a little bit more sorry uh yeah. maybe save more money next time or have more money saved or come back in six months when you have more um but that's part of the process is they want people to buy homes they want people to buy cars they want people to have personal loans because it, it's debt mm-hmm. the m- bank makes they interest make on bank. that they do they no pun bank. intended 
on it. Yeah. Uh, today, though, uh, troubled regional bank share surge. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, more than 50% in stunning rebound as uh, contagion fears ease. Uh, credit rating agency Moody's put six banks on the downgrade watches, though. So these banks that we saw have issues um, have seemingly popped back up in, in the positive. Uh, not in the positive, but back up to a more normal level. So First Republic Bank so went it's up. It's called like the dead dead cat bounce, right? Uh, Isn't that what this is? It could be. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard to say. Uh, the government did take over. We have that we can talk about. But First Republic Bank, they went up 41.62%. Western Alliance Bancor, which we talked about yesterday, mm-hmm. went up 31.47%. PacWest, 35 and some change. And then uh, I don't know if I have the other one, the other one, but the show, but the government kind of put in this little temporary bank, yeah, if you will. And um, it's being ran. Uh, Dude, I watched a clip on um, Tucker last night, and and he kind of discussed this whole thing. And he's like, you know, SVC was a very niche kind of bank. Uh, You know, a lot of, uh, I guess, rich people, startups, is money for their startups. But he was saying all of the big banks were doing just fine, if mm-hmm. not thriving right now. Yeah. Like if you're looking at Citibank, Bank of America, all the all the big six banks, right? Yeah. And he's wondering, he's like, are, are we just consolidating right now? Are they um they're basically divesting all of these smaller banks? They're mm. they're getting mm. rid of the smaller banks to pool everything into these larger banks. Which will set everything up for the digital currency. He did get into that digital currency as well. Well, let me ask you: Is that what you think? Like, I mean, that's what he's saying. But what is your opinion on that? Yeah, I think if you look at the little V did, <clears throat> like the the whole distribution of wealth, they got rid of the middle class. I think that's what they're trying to do right now with the banks. They're getting rid of the middle class of banking, and mm. all of those startup banks, all of the the little tiny banks that people kind of go to. They're clearing those out of the way to filter all the money towards the big banks. That way, everything is accountable for. Like, you have, you, you know exactly how much money everybody has. That's what they're trying to figure out. You know? I. That's what I think that they're what, trying what's to your, do. What's your take, man? No, I think that could be a possibility. I'd have to see it. I'd have to see it uh, progress further and, like, see more little banks and then have, like, the bigger banks absorb them more to actually say, okay, that's looks like what could be happening yeah i, I I'm, I'm gonna just combat the whole thing like do me on this and just say like i think that's a reach to be honest with you i think a lot of these things a lot of these banks are are small banks who are making poor decisions because they're smaller banks you know what i'm saying and that silicon valley one for example uh you're you're wanting to compete right you got this maybe you got forbes coming out saying you're one of the best new banks coming out and blah 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 and so you got these tech industries you're willing to invest a lot of money in payoff could be that we become one of the bigger banks now. Uh, and they failed, and they yeah. fucked up. Um, well, as far as, like, the mortgage back, um, what's it called? Mortgage, mortgage back assets or the mortgage or 80% yeah. of their money into. Yeah. That is, uh, those were the same things that caused the crisis in 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. So it's like, by far, you don't want to have the majority, if not all of your money, in these high risk profile assets, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it just it seemed like they were setting themselves up. At the same time, we've we've had a discussion in the past where uh, workers, because they're hiring these new fucking people coming into these companies, right? Who have no experience, who claim to know a lot of shit, and uh, they're changing up. Whether it's the railroads, whether it's uh, 
law firms. It doesn't matter. You got a bunch of new kids coming in that are fucking everything up. And uh, I'm not saying that's what's happening here, but 2008 was 15 years at this point. Yeah. And so the re- like a lot of uh, I'm assuming that a majority of people that were running it at that point either had to resign, had to leave when that crash happened. And these new people that are coming over and taking over and running companies may or may not have like, or positively could have, I guess, but probably didn't deal with that situation and probably don't have firsthand knowledge of yeah, maybe the insights. I, I mean, it's just like just because you didn't deal with it doesn't mean you didn't learn anything from it. I well, think well, I mean, you know about it. You. you know about it, but go run a bank. That's what I'm saying. Like if you run a bank, you may not you might step in the same potholes that led to the same problem before because you didn't know those specific potholes well then at that Maybe. point then the, the banking system or whoever whoever sets up policies or regulations would have had to have completely disregarded what happened last time i'm just saying like you got to have some knowledge if you're going to run like a certain department yeah, well you know, it, it doesn't bank. matter if i mean even if you're you've never done it before you come in it already has set standards of how things are done it's not like you're the person that created this whole thing yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, and I mean, to Dave's point, you'll have decisions that you can make, you know, if you're running this, you know, maybe they, you know, they obviously made the decision, let's put 80% of our uh, assets into these mortgage-backed securities, and yeah, it, it effed them, dude. Well, I mean, so, what was that? Somebody made that decision. There was that thing, I mean, for a minute there, the other day, people were blaming Donald Trump for this, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Donald Trump went through and uh, deregulated a ton of shit, and in 2000. And- 18 he uh deregulated a a, a certain thing that was that had to do with the banks basically saying Mm -hmm. like this particular regulation is holding it holding them back and so people were like hey had trump not deregulated that we probably wouldn't be in the situation that we're in now that was the argument i wish i i had the article yesterday and I, i don't have it i can't remember what exactly the the thing was called that he deregulated there's their name for it um regulates banks i'm gonna look it up real quick here but um, I, I mean, I don't think that's what it is. But you also can't say that's not what it is. You were just saying yeah. like you have all these this knowledge, and you 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 know your company now has knowledge of what not to do. And maybe there was a law with that. Maybe there was some regulation to that that did get removed. Maybe. And yeah. then all of a sudden it went to kind of chaos. Well, then who who brought this up yesterday? It was one of you guys where you're like, does this happen? I mean, because this was a smaller bank. Does this happen normally? Because I just I see this uh, Midas touch there on Twitter, and it looks at uh, it's looking at the 15 banks that failed while Donald Trump was in office. I'm just gonna just it's just a table. It doesn't give mm-hmm. you any data. Yeah. It says bank failure since 2009. I bookmarked it. it. Says 2017 there were eight, 2019 there were four, 2020 there were four. Not surprising because of COVID. Yeah, but this was the first one in the Biden era, right? Yeah. Total number of bank failures, 512. And that's like, I don't know how many years they're looking at. Oh, since uh, 2009. So this seems to happen a lot. You know, you have these smaller banks that just don't know what the hell they're doing. That's what I was saying a little bit ago. Yeah, Yeah. making poor decisions and and shit not panning out. If you click into it, he'll give you the list of the uh, failed banks. Oh, click the actual. Washington Federal Bank for Savings in Chicago. Oh, okay. Farmers and Merchant State Bank of Argonia, Kansas. All over the place, right. man. Yeah, Michigan, and, and that one uh, act that Fox put out, which oh, I, can't, I can't, really can't stand Fox, but it says a 2018 banking law paved the way for Silicon Valley Bank's collapse. 
the law was the uh, 2010 Dodd-Frank Act, uh, which was put in by Obama. And uh, they're just saying basically that, uh, you know, in 2018, Congress, you know, spotlight on Congress 2018 bipartisan banking deregulation law, which was signed by then President Donald Trump. Um, they're saying that they don't know that it's the reason, but obviously when you deregulate it and then you see another situation happen like this, mm-hmm. at least, and fairly, I'm not, you know, I like Trump and I think Trump did a lot, but we, you know, you can fairly analyze did maybe he pushed the whole deregulation thing. Yeah. I'm not against that. I think there's a lot of businesses that need to be deregulated to actually allow to grow and prosper. However, mm-hmm. Uh, when you start taking away some of these safety nets, maybe that have been put in place for banks, for example, maybe that causes something. I mean, the train system, like right? Yeah, that, that's where I don't really know how that exactly works. Yeah, he he made that thing where if you make one regulation, you have to remove a certain amount of other ones. But do, does who actually picks what gets eliminated? Well, this is well, different. I, and why didn't Obama do anything about it? Because I'm looking at this list. Of the 512 banks that mm-hmm. closed since 20 or 2009, and the majority of those happened like in 2010 all the way to 2016. So it's like, why didn't Biden and Obama do anything to fix that? Yeah. So he he created Obama created the Dodd Frank Act. That's what it, what it was. It says in the aftermath of 2008 financial crisis, the Dodd Frank Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act of 2010. Uh, enhance the CFTC's regulatory authority to oversee the more than $400 trillion swaps market. So they created something to have like more of an overview uh, of the situation. Um, it said that it required the CFTC to conduct a number of studies and reports on a wide variety of issues that affect the uh, derivatives market. Information regarding these reports and studies will be published as it becomes available, yada, yada. Uh, brings comprehensive reform to the regulation of swaps. Um, I mean, it's a lower risk to the American public. Standardized uh, derivatives uh, will be moved into central clearinghouses to lower risk in the financial system. Clearinghouse yeah, acts, they're, you know. They're making the argument, and I'm looking at all these people on Twitter with mm-hmm. a Ukrainian flag in their yep. um, profile name. Yep. <laughs> so they're basically saying um, Trump weakened the DOD uh, banking regulations, which could have prevented the SVB collapse. So that's what they're yeah. they're jumping to that conclusion that because Trump weakened this SVB collapsed, which might not be a, a correlation. You know what I mean? No, it may not. No, it may not. And uh, see, the problem is, is I think it's accurate to say like, like Trump can do wrong. Like you know, I mean, like just because you have a Ukrainian flag doesn't mean you're wrong. Like those things are things that we all have as like biases, right? You see something you're like, oh boy, here it is, you know. But the truth is, is like maybe it did to some extent, you know what I mean? Maybe it yeah. opened the doors up for people to do dumber deals, yeah, uh, and make stupid decisions. Uh, maybe some of that more wrecks and and less um, oversight. Not necessarily the exact cause. No, it doesn't have to be the full cause, but it could be a part of the puzzle. Maybe you could argue, and I think that could be a good debate with people that know what they're talking about. We don't. We haven't dived into that before, but maybe you could have a real argument of like, hey, deregulation is great, but not on certain aspects, not in certain fields where we need it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that yeah. may be something you could walk back a little bit. Yeah. And Dude, it, I feel like we need like a financials for dummies on this show. You know what I mean? Like come in and tell us like, what the fuck does all this shit mean? And Yeah. I mean, obviously I mean? having somebody that, that understands the whole process would be uh, magnificent, but like 
what I like about not knowing a little bit is the fact that like we're having discussions because majority of people don't know. So our our discussions that we're having, even though yeah. we're not like, you know, we're not like, well, actually, in 2017, you know, we're having this real uh, information hey there, driven stuff. Their family is looking at it the same way that we three are looking at this. Yeah, and I think that's important. To, even like if you don't know, doesn't mean you can't talk. Uh, you can have discussions and try to learn, try to figure out what's going on, and try to figure out what the best uh, route for you and your family are, your friends, and all that stuff. Um, because that's what most people, I mean, 95% of people have no clue what the insides of all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, my biggest thing is that if this happens apparently so much that banks are just failing constantly, why was this one propped up and in people's faces so much? This was like $300 billion. This was like one of the largest kind of drops in this short amount of time. Yeah, this but inflation's huge. also high. So that three hundred billion sure. could be completely inflated and it could be very similar to other bank runs. It's just the way the market yeah. is makes I it. I mean seem today's bigger. dollar is definitely uh not worth as much as far as purchasing power, you know, uh, twenty years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think homes and stuff are more expensive now, right? Obviously. In yeah, general. But I mean the dollar's not worth as much. So it, it's gonna look Which like is, it's more expensive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, either way, like there there could be that, there could be that. But then we had like you know Dan came in the other day, or yesterday, and was like, ah, oh, it's banking shit, dude. Like, the I don't want to word you know what he was saying per se because I don't want to get it wrong. But basically saying like they do this shit, like you know it's it's gonna be fine, like it'll be fine, like they do this shit to try to get people freaking out, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. making irrational decisions, like don't pull your fucking money out, like you know, and so and and we've said that, like you know don't. You going out and just pulling everything you have and, and getting rid of your 401k, like that leads to more problems uh, for sure. Now, there's a point yep. where, you know, we all have to figure out what that point is, but you maybe should. You know what I mean? I don't know that that's now. Uh, I don't well, know, man. That's why I, I have a little squirrel nest buried it away because you never know when you're going to need cash. You never. So yeah. just have a little squirrel nest of everything, you know, guns, ammo, food, water. Why is cash. nuclear hash is trending right now? Oh, no. Nuclear and creepy. Creepy was trending, too. Ooh, what's that about? It's always nice. Yeah. Crazy video. Uh, So it's just, uh, what is this? Vitamin D is also trending. Ooh. Yeah, nothing. I feel like people just use hashtags that they know is going to, you know, you do. Everybody does. Nuclear. But nuclear, just it's trending. Uh, But no. I about nuclear? Kind of like nuclear? Nuclear? (laughs) That sounds like uh, an acne medication. Um, I do like that. Dude, I do want to talk about something Okay, that I think is uh, – the banks are important, and I think we're going to see that. Obviously, it's settled down a little bit. Okay, so we're, we're at that point right now. We'll see what happens. But um, you had this saved, and I had this saved, Greg. So I know that it's something that gives House GOP access to Biden family suspicious activity reports. Yeah. This is, this is interesting to me. Uh, and mm-hmm. this is – SARS-CoV-2 right there, dude. Suspicious activity report. That's what it means, right? <laughs> Maybe. Actually, yeah, that does, that does work out really well. Uh, this could be a, a domino, uh, to be honest with you. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Um, Dude, that's what I'm hoping. So this is basically Bank of America, right? So uh, I heard that Bank of America was subpoenaed for the Hunter Biden records. And, yep, I've uh, seen that you know, too. Because this, this House Oversight Committee was, was basically put together to dive into the COVID origins, to dive into Hunter and Joe Biden's uh, financial yeah. and with uh, 
Rosemont Seneca, the, the Ukrainian stuff happened over there. So Raskin, what is this? What happened then? It says the Treasury have- Department has agreed to let the House Oversight Committee members review suspicious activity reports pertaining to President Biden's family. Panel Chairman James Comer announced Tuesday. I didn't see anything about Bank of America, but it says the records submitted by banks to the U.S. government may contain new bombshells on the first family's murky foreign income and the millions reaped by first son Hunter Biden and first brother James Biden in countries where their powerful relative held sway. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We've talked about well, it. Well, the Bank of America stuff, that happened in this Fox News article. Um, and it says the Oversight Committee has subpoenaed and obtained financial records related to the Biden's family influence hmm. peddling. Mm. The committee spokesperson told Fox News, these documents solidify our understanding of several years of concern and have opened new avenues of investigation about the Biden's family business schemes. And I said business, right? Business. And you had Raskin, uh, Jamie Raskin, the Democrat from Maryland. He's a freaking can't stand that guy. Yeah. He said that the GOP subpoena, quote, required Bank of America to produce all financial records for three private individuals from January 20th, 2009 mm. to the present. Yep. A staggering 14-year period. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, so this quote from uh, Comer here says, After two months of dragging their feet, the Treasury Department is finally providing us with the access to the suspicious activity reports from the Biden family and their associates. Quote, it should never have taken us threatening to hold a hearing and conduct a transcribed interview with an official under the penalty of perjury uh, for Treasury to finally accommodate part of our request. So two months they've been waiting for this report. Uh, And then it goes on to say, for over 20 years, Congress had uh, access to these reports, but the Biden administration changed the rules out of the blue to restrict our ability to conduct oversight. Mm, And so if they can start seeing these little bit of ties, and listen, it's panning out perfectly, right, for them. Like everything yeah. is everything is timed accordingly. Yeah, and so you look at like what's coming up soon. An election is going to be happening yeah. before you know it, mm-hmm. and they're going to try to push this out there, and it's going to. And then, and then, dude, this is what I'm seeing here. According to the letter, the subpoena specifically targets John Robinson, quote Rob Walker, mm-hmm. and other associates of President Joe Biden's son, who formed a quote joint venture with executives of CEFC China Energy. And now bankrupt Chinese energy conglomerate. Hmm. Yeah. So they're digging into the Bidens and China and their financial yeah. ties together. So Comer also says this in quotes, according to a bank document we've already obtained, we know one company owned by a Biden associate received a $3 million wire from Chinese energy company two months after Joe Biden left the vice presidency. Quote, soon after, hundreds of thousands of dollars in payouts went to members of the Biden family. We are going to continue to use bank documents and suspicious activity reports to follow the money trail and determine the extent of the Biden family business schemes. If Joe Biden is compromised by these deals and if there is a national security threat and also says the Treasury tries to stonewall our investigation again, we will continue to use tools at our disposal to compel compliance. Follow the money. I feel bad because, yeah. yeah, Raskin was the guy that had the uh, – he was uh, – <laughs> the, yeah, the office he, he had the cancer thing but he had, oh yeah what? he's a douche dude <laughs> yeah I, I felt bad that i was making fun of him the fact that he had cancer but he does still look like jail what was the guy's name from the office that is his old oh prison mike, mike. prison mike dude say uh but no he um listen there's there's info. the timing of it seems important yeah